not on the screen it should be coming up shortly amen so that is genesis 50 verse 20 i'm just gonna read for time's sake amen and the word god says but as for you you meant evil against me but god meant it for good in order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people alive amen so, Father, we just thank you for the word that you're going to minister today. I am only a vessel, Lord. But, Father, today you're going to set your people free, oh, God. Today, Lord God, as I open my mouth, oh, God, you will flow, Lord God. Revelation shall come forth, oh, God. Confirmation shall come forth, oh, God. Answers shall come forth in the name of Jesus Christ, oh, God. We will leave here knowing that you are with us, never against us. We will leave here knowing, oh, God, that you have change and purpose for us. So we give your name praise, glory, and honor. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray, amen and amen. Throughout this series, bishops have been reviewing what it takes to get progress, amen. And when we think about progress, we think about the good things that lead us to a place. We think about the open doors, amen. We think about the breakthrough, amen. We think about the blessings coming my way, overflow, promotion. We think about the job that we want so bad, amen. All of that we think about. When we think about our progress, we think about going up. But what people feel and fail to talk about is the ups and the downs. Amen. They don't want to talk about the, you know what, I was going for it and I got denied. They don't want to talk about those embarrassing moments. Amen. Those shame-filled moments. Amen. Those moments of no's and denials. Amen. They don't want to talk about when people hurt us. Amen. They don't want to talk about when we've been put down and been forsaken, been rejected. That does not look like progress. Amen. That does not take the shape of progress. Amen. Nobody wants to talk about that. Because our work and definition goes like this, progress, to move forward while proceeding steadily to the advancement of a goal, amen? A lot of us have goals today. If you don't have a goal, I got to ask you why, amen? So as we are going through these series, I want you to look to your neighbor right now and I want you to ask them, do you want to go forward? So you sitting next to the wrong person. <laughs> Ask them again, do you want to go forward? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> See, <laughs> there should be something inside of us that desires to move from a place of being stuck. Amen. There should nothing inside of us that want us to just stay at that same level, being constant, seeing no growth. Amen. There is something inside of us just like God. He wants to take us from faith to faith and from glory to glory. It is in our nature to want to see growth. It is in our nature to want to see things multiply. Amen. See, a lot of us are facing stuck places right now. We have a degree but can't do nothing with it. We have a dead-end job and don't know where to go from there because that's where my experiences are. We have a marriage, but there's no passion. Come on now. We have things in our family that are accepted that they think that is normal. It is normal for one of us to be a drunkard. It is normal for one of us to smoke weed. It is normal for them not to go to church. It is normal for them not to want to go to college. See, we cannot accept the normal things in our lives. There's something inside of us that says it might be normal for them, but God sent me because he wants to see change. I am not going to let their story be my end glory. I am not going to let what they are facing be 
be the things that I'm going to see in my life. I want to see change. Say, I want to see change. See, God calls us. This is what the word says in John 10 and 10. It said, the thief cometh not for, not, thief cometh to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I come that you may have life and that much more abundantly. There is an abundant life that God has for each and every one of you. It does not matter what you are facing right now. It does not matter what you are going through right now. God says, I have an abundant life for you. But what you are looking at right now is trying to be shattered on your feet and trying to keep you stuck trying to keep you stagnant but God is saying do you want change see I got the wrong church today I got the wrong church today I said do you want change see when you want change you're not gonna look at the situations that you're going through and say you know what it's all right there's something that should be provoked inside of you. Something that should say, nah, this is not for me. Something inside of you that, yes, I have your last name, but this is not my story. God has written a different thing for me in his written book, in his book. He has called me to be the head and not to tell. That might be for you, but for me, I have a different story. I desire change. I desire breakthrough. I desire to see things go up. I want that abundant life because if I don't have that abundant life that means that God didn't come for me and I'll be refused to say that God didn't come to give me an abundant life so I'm going to walk in this promise I'm going to walk in what he said I'm going to walk in what he died for he came that I that you that you may have an abundant life glory God how many of us want to walk in that abundant life today? See, you got to understand that you are making progress. Amen. Even if it's taking baby steps, even if it's taking little things, you have to have a desire that, yes, I am going to be content with where I am, but something inside of me wants more. Amen. See, we move from faith to faith and glory to glory. And even when you take small steps, you have to understand that that's a part of your nature. When you go and get that business incorporated, it's a part of your nature. Why? Because you want to see it grow. When you write down the business plan, don't think it's a silly idea. That is God trying to burst something inside of you. Why? Because it's a part of your nature. It is a part of your nature to want to see better. When you go out and you say, you know what, I'm going to start this business. It is a part of your nature. Yes, you have a nine to five, but it's all right. That's going to sustain me until I move forward in what God has called me to do. It is a part of your nature. That is what God called you to do. He wants to see you progress. Amen. So don't let anything stop you from moving forward. Don't try to outthink the plan. Don't try to think, you know what, I've never seen anyone do this before. You know what, I've seen a couple of people do this before. Don't outthink the plan. Move forward. Amen. See, when we get denial, it discourages us. We don't want to do it. Because really deep down in your past, you've been rejected. And you don't want to live back. You don't want to live that pain again. See, every time you go to do something, something seems like a memory comes up. Somebody's story that told you, yeah, I tried it, but it didn't work out. Yeah, I did this, but it's required this, that, and a third. You know what? Yeah, I was thinking about that, but you know what? It didn't happen. 
and you take their story, you take their experience, or you might take your past and you take your experience and you shut yourself down because all because you remember that pain and you don't want to go through that pain again. But God is saying the pain is actually working for your good. Amen. So if you're going to progress from pain to purpose, you're going to have to understand three things. And that's all I'm going to talk about today. Three things. The first thing is the problem. The second thing, okay, the problem. Everybody's going through a problem, amen? (laughs) So the first thing is the problem. The second is the reason. And the third is the solution. Somebody say solution. All right, so first the problem, then it's the reason, and then it's the solution. Amen? We can go through our text and see exactly where progression was taking place. Amen. It says, but as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about it as it is this day to save many people. See, this text is talking about Joseph. Amen. And if you don't know the story of Joseph, I'm going to give you a little Bible story. Amen. I'm going to not going to read you a book and I'm not going to go through all the text but I'm just going to give you a summary amen see Joseph was a very prosperous man but before he got to the height of his career he went through some real trials with his family amen his father favored him and all those good things many of us know about Joseph right so like some of us when we look at Joseph Joseph was a dreamer Amen. He dreamt wonderful things. He came to his brothers and told them, hey, guess what? One day I'm going to be ruling over you. Wrong thing for him to do. But hey, we understand. Amen. A lot of us are dreamers in here today. And sometimes we go to the wrong people and tell them the right things, not understanding they're going to turn around and do the wrong things with it. Amen. See, you can't allow people to stop you from being a dreamer. Amen. See, Joseph, he dreamt great things because he wanted better for his life. Amen. He wanted to see better conditions, better favorable things happen to him. He was not just okay with just being the father's favorite. He, the God, I desire to pull him up and to exalt him. Amen. So a lot of us are like Joseph. We dream. Joseph was also favored. But not only was he favored, he was favored by the one in authority. He was favored by his father. Amen. And a lot of us are dealing with people in our lives that can't deal with the fact that we are favored. See, when you are favored, it draws people and an attention to you. But sometimes you get the wrong attention because you are favored. And you're not just regular favored. He was favored with God and he was favored with men. He had double favor. Say, I have double favor. Amen. Don't allow people to make you feel bad because of your favor people criticize you and they talk bad about you and they pull your name through the dirt what you don't understand and what they don't understand is that I'm favored for a purpose and I'm favored for a reason my favor is not to make you like me my favor is not to make you my bosom buddy but my favor is attached to an assignment and an assignment from God my favor is not just for me you are favored because God has a calling on your life Come on now. That's where we get stuck at. Because we allow the words of people. We allow how they feel about us. What they say about us. Because we want to be people pleasers. But you got to rebuke that spirit. And command that spirit to leave up off you. I'm not here to please you. I'm here to please God. Because that's who 
open the door the way that he can. So if you don't like me, it's alright. Because when I get elevated, I have the ability to pull you up. Come on now. A lot of us are dealing with that right now. You got family members are talking about you. You go to church every Sunday. You give into that church. Come on now. We have some of those in our job. Yeah, you sucking up to the boss. Nah, that's not what I'm doing. See, they have something on them that I need. And I'm not going to get it until I get around him. So excuse me if I want to change my circle. Because I got greater things to learn. Excuse me if I'm getting too big for this circle. Because what's on them? I need it. See, they got a title in front of their name. You ain't just co-worker. But see them, they are CEO. I need me a CEO next to my name. Excuse me. That I don't want to hang around with you because you just hold me from the block. But you see her right there? That's a missionary. I'm trying to get like that. Excuse me. And sometimes you got to excuse yourself. See, I can't be around you no more. Because I need something that's going to sharpen me. See, God is pulling a blade up inside of me. And it's getting ready to cut some things. But if I get around you, you're going to dull me out. If I get around you, you're not going to let me sharp. But I need someone around me that's going to challenge me. And if I didn't have enough favor, that I could attract their eyes to me. And they want to pull me close. I can't let you put me in that spiritual pit. See, Joseph was thrown in a literal pit because of the favor that was on his life. He got thrown away. He got cast out because he was favored. Amen. And granted, ain't nobody in their right mind is going to throw you in a pit. I will hope not. If you're around somebody like that, I'm going to need you to run. Okay. But you don't understand. It's still being happening right now. A lot of us are in some spiritual pits because you are afraid of what people are going to say about you once you get close and once you step out. We are afraid of how people are going to think about us. We are afraid of what they're going to say and their words hurt us. But you have to understand you can't be thinking about what people do. You got to set yourself free from that pit. Get yourself out of that pit mentality. That is not of God. That is not of you, and that's not what he made you to do. He did not make you to care about what others are saying. Don't put yourself in a spiritual pit because people are talking about you. You got to loose that. Every word that they say, you got to bind that up. Everything that they are confessing over your life, you got to pull that down. Why? Because God is going to exalt me. And I refuse to let you sit me sit here and be captive. Amen? Amen. Say no more pits. No more See, Joseph was able to identify the problem. Amen? And you never get victory until you can identify the problem. But a lot of us don't want to identify the problem because it opens old hurts and wounds bring back memories that we don't want to relive amen and Joseph could have sat here and said you know what I'm good I don't want to think about it but he said no I'm gonna face this problem because this is problems right here but my destiny is over here and the only way I could get to my destiny is if I come through this problem see now a lot of us got to face some things that you went through in your past and a lot of us have a past 
every one of us in here. We've been through hurt. We've been through pain. We've been rejected. Some of us been raped, molested. No father, no mother. Been talked about, been kicked out. A lot of us are facing pains right now. But the thing that makes us different is because why? We're gonna face them today. We're gonna face them today. Because I want to be set free. Amen. See, J Joseph was able to look at the problem. And he was able to just analyze what was going through. He looked at him and said, you know what, Satan? You meant it for evil. But you have to understand that although my family kicked me out and they didn't want to see me prosper, you knew that God had a calling on my life. And it was too big for you to agree with. It was too big for you to comprehend. It was too big for you to partner with me. And at that moment when you saw that God had a calling on my life, you became my worst enemy. You became that person that did not like me. You made it your number one goal to pull me down but you have to understand that I have a future you know that there were things that happened in your life when you were a seed and God was trying to pull you closer but the enemy saw you as a target because he knew that you were a threat what was inside of you he allowed certain things to damage you in seed form he allowed certain things to come and corrupt your innocence he allowed certain things to corrupt your judgment he wanted that rejection to shut you down why because you are a target you were going to be able to turn this world upside down you were going to be able to put a stop and a halt to his kingdom that's why he came in at an early age you can always see the enemy at a beginning of a situation business deal marriages come on relationship friendships it's always at the beginning. The enemy comes in and he tries to pull you away. Why? Because he's trying to get you discouraged. As a child, people being molested, that is not normal. That is sent from the enemy right now. You have to understand that Moses, he had a mighty calling on his life. But the enemy knew that. And the enemy knew that he was going to one day pull his kingdom down. So he tried to kill Moses as a child. They tried to kill Jesus as a child. And the devil was trying to kill you as a child he sentenced certain things in your life come on see I don't have a church today because when you understand and you look back at the pain that you went through at the relationships the divorce the abandonment the rejection by your mother and your father you can see that it was nothing but the devil in your business and he tried to cause hurt in your life because he wanted you to shut down. He wanted you to roll over and die. He wanted you to give up because he understood that there was a nation connected to you. Joseph had a nation connected to him. You have women in your life that are connected to you. You've been dropped by that man. You've been dropped by that woman. You've been ostracized, but you have to understand there is a ministry in your belly. Somebody that you can set free. There is a nation in your belly and the enemy has been after that baby, but you gotta give it birth today. Birth that nation, birth that ministry. Don't allow, hallelujah, the trials that you face. Don't allow the ostracized. Don't allow the abandonment to let you off. 
been saying, I can't allow you to go further. You've been sitting here, some of us sitting here, playing church, not understanding that there's something inside of us that has the ability to turn this world upside down. There is something inside of you. A lot of us are praying in our closets. And because somebody saw you one day in church asking why you praying like that, it caused you to shut up. Not understand that they were being used by the enemy to stop your prayer closet, to seal that prayer mantle, and to remove it from you. You can't allow people to talk about you. And those are the spiritual pits that I'm talking about. You let one word and one thing somebody said dictate, dictate everything that's going forward and you just aborted that baby that intercessor that preacher that motivational speaker that teacher see don't allow what people have been through or people say to stop you Go back to the point of pain. Face that bad boy. Because what Joseph understood is that I see you. But you meant it for my evil. Devil, you can't stop me. And that's what Joseph knew. He said, yeah, I see the problem. It's looking dead at me. As a matter of fact, it happened. Yeah, my family, my flesh and my blood. Yeah, they kicked me out. But guess what? That cannot stop me. Yeah, you were molested. But guess what? It cannot stop stop you yeah you lost the job but guess what it cannot stop you yeah you got evicted but guess what it cannot stop you you got a divorce but guess what it cannot stop you see the enemy allowed his evil to show and some of the people in your life are allowing the evil to show in their life in your life amen and you gotta be like look your evil showing right now I'm gonna need you to stop Because even if they do, guess what? It cannot stop you. I need you to turn to your neighbor. I need you to prophesy to them and say, this problem you are facing, it cannot stop you. Come on now. See, you, you prophesied to the wrong person. I'm going to say this again. I want you to say it with a little bit more authority see the problem you are facing it cannot stop you glory God glory glory God Woo! because that's what the enemy wanted this whole time he wanted to stop your progression, but you don't understand that at some point in your life, you are going to have to face it, so why not face it now? See, when he un understood the problem, he said to himself, there's a reason for this. And a lot of us get lost and stuck at the problem, but never see the reason. And they are just going ham in there. And they're saying, you can't praise God like we can. That's all right. That's going on. Go on, babies. Go on. So Joseph saw the reason. Amen. And even though 
he was stuck in a place. And I told you I was going to tell you the story, and I totally went left field. But, okay, so if you don't know the story of Joseph, so what happened was, right, it's a good story. If you don't know, go and read your Bible tonight. It's really good. A lot of us are Josephs in this ministry, amen? We got to go back and get some family members, all right? So this is what happened. He got favored by his father, got this colorful coat and all this good stuff, and the brothers were jealous of him, and he was like, look, your father's favorite, I don't like you so, so much. They pulled together, and then they put him in a pit, and it was like, okay, he can't go in a pit, so let's just sell him as a slave. So he got sold as a slave, and he went to Egypt, and then when he's in Egypt now, then he became um, second in command to the uh, Pharaoh. So he was like in a good place, so he started in a low place and came as a high place. Boom, end of story. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're at the part right now in the story where um, there was a famine in the land, and then his brother was like, yo, what are we going to eat? And his father was like, well, go down to Egypt. They're like, oh, they're going to kill me. And they're like, no, they're not. So then he came in, and then he saw his brothers, and I was like, okay, we're going to give him some food. And they sent them back, and then they came back for more food. And then Joseph was just like, and then all this stuff happened with the little brother. You got to read it. And then... Lo and behold, he reveals himself to his brother. And that's where the part of the text came in and says, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. The end. Come on, clap your hands. That was nice. That was nice. All right. So, <laughs> so first you got the problem, right? And then we're going to the reason why. Because there was a famine in the land, right? So then Joseph was just like, you know what? You meant this for evil. But God meant it for my good. Because in this whole time when Joseph was going through trials and tribulation, he was gaining wealth of knowledge. He went from being a slave to now learning how to have administration and be a ruler of many. Amen. And a lot of us are cursing the situations that we are facing. Not understanding those are the things that God used to build character inside of you. He used you being ostracized. But what you want to understand, this is the thing right all about God. You will lose a job. And you, God, you know I got to pay my bill. You know my son need food. Why would you do this to me, God? And God has been like, secretly you've been distracted by this job because you refused to get in your prayer closet because I had a business idea for you. So because you did not want to listen to me, I had to allow this happen because I have something greater for you. Because what you don't understand is the business that you're about to start, you're going to pull women, single mothers who can't afford it. You're not going to pay them $7.25 an hour. You're going to pay them $25 an hour so they can actually afford the cost of living in here. But you don't understand it all you're looking at is I gotta make ends meet that was your reason and we're holding on to the things that we can't see right now we're holding on to this little seed of God if I lose him who's gonna help me if I lose her who's gonna love me if I walk away how am I gonna pay my bills if I walk away from my family who's gonna be there to support me and God is saying I need you to let go of these things because those are your crutches I am all that you need right now Joseph had to separate from his family because that spirit of jealousy would have pulled him down that spirit of jealousy would have caused him to shut up all that was inside of him the dreamer that is inside of him would have been aborted why because he would have been in the wrong circle doing the wrong thing so God had to pull those people away 
Stop crying when people leave you. Stop crying when you get a no. You didn't need it in your life. You did not need them in your life. They were going to bring more harm to you than any good. So because you didn't want to listen to God, God needed to pull them away. There's some things in your life right now today that God has been telling you to walk away from. There are some people in your life today that God has been telling you don't call them no more. But because you don't want to be alone and because you think you need them and because you think that they make you. Sweetie, no one made you but God. So if he removed them, it is for a purpose. Don't you go walking back thinking that you need them. All you need is the great I am because he can be everything that you need. Amen. See, there is a reason for that separation. There was a reason for this separation. And the whole time, and you see, I had to be separated from some friends. And when I tell you that it hurt me to the core, it hurt me because I didn't really have a, a lot of good friendships in my high school days. And I came around a group of people, and they were so nice. When I tell you that they're Ace Bunku, we had a nickname, we used to get shout out in the clubs and stuff, but that's covered under the blood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> okay. We were RNS, man. Couldn't tell us nothing. And what was just like, yo, those are my friends, man. Like, God, you trying to pull away the people that I love. And the crazy thing is, right? They actually were the one to bring me to church. Cause they <laughs> I wasn't about that church stuff. I tried it, and I was like, yeah, my mom ain't forcing it. Yeah, I'm not going. And they was like, yo, come, come, come. And I'm like, nah, nah, nah. And I finally came. And then something happened. I got filled with the Holy Ghost. And my desire changed. Something inside of me started to change. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start going to church early. They were still coming from the club. And I was like, nah, I don't feel like going today. And I was the one that was pulling, man. I was the one pulling them there. But then they started pulling me back, and I was just like, you know what? That's not for me no more. And I tried to pull them close, and I was trying to pull them and pull them and pull them. But every time I would try to pull them, something inside of me kept draining and draining and draining. And I didn't know what was going on. And God was saying, I need to separate you because they're going to pull you to the point where they pull you out. And when I had to separate myself from them, they told me, look, Bishop and Overseer, they said, look, I know you love them. But right now in the season, you can't be around them. I thought they were the devil. I was like, y'all don't understand. Did they family? All right? And I had to pull myself away from them. And it hurt me. I felt so angry because all throughout my life, people were leaving and they were the only one that was willing to stick around. And because I wanted to hold on to that, it cost me a lot until one day I had to say, you know what? It's a wrap. I let it go. And it was like at that moment, it was like two months later. I started hearing stories, and the things that we used to do and the things they did now is nothing compared. I would have lost my life. I would have started doing things that my mom would have been so ashamed of, and I didn't see that. 
And a lot of us right now don't see that the reason why God had to bring that separation is because there were things in the future that was meant to kill you, pull you out of him. But you're looking at it as I'm losing people, but God is saying you're gaining me though. Don't be afraid to walk away from certain things. If God is your relationship is on the line with God. If it means that I have to compromise my love for him and my walk for him, I'll let it go. See, those are the goodness of God, but we don't think about it as being good. Why? Because that causes a hurt. Well, guess what? Those are what you call labor pains. When it hurts, but you still got a pushy man, you might not know about this, and some females, you might not know about it yet. But labor pains are nothing good. Amen. When you got to walk away from something that you invested six years in. When you got to walk away from a relationship that you don't invest in. Your time, your effort, your food. And you got to walk away from it. It hurts. When you're at a job and they fire you and you said, let me tell you something. I wrote all of this for y'all. I brought y'all to this place and y'all going to just let me go. It hurts. Baby, God is trying to birth something inside of you. Push, push, push until it comes to pass. Those labor pains don't hurt, but it's for a reason. The contraction came because God is trying to manifest something in this earth. And it's going to bring you a legacy. See, Joseph went through some labor pains. Amen. And after he went through the pain, the birthing came and it leads to the solution. See, he saw in the solution that God was trying to do something inside of him. When he came, he saw that I'm the reason why my family is going to get saved. They kicked me out, but I'm the one saving them. I felt like I needed someone to be to save me. When I was in the pit, when I was being sold, I needed saving. And God was like, I was your savior because this entire time I kept you. This entire time you were in my head. You have to understand this entire time when people closed the door on you. This entire time when you kept getting no after no. God was saying, you are in my head. I have something better for you, but I need you to trust me. Joseph looked at the situation and said, yes, they meant it for my evil but God turned it around for my good I now have confidence in God that he is always going to be by my side I'm here today to tell you that the problem that you are facing right now God is going to pull you through you don't have to be afraid you don't have to wonder you don't have to question God will continually remain by your side why because there is destiny attached to the situation that you are facing right now there are people who you are going to minister to that are going to need to be set free there's a nation attached to that promise but what if Joseph would have said you know what I'm in this jail but I'm going to try to escape I need to go back and that's where a lot of us get stuck Always looking back at what we had. Always looking back and trying to get back to the things that God pulled you and saved you from. Because it is natural for him to want to be around his family. 
It is natural for us to not want to let go of that seed that we have in our hands. It is natural for us to not want to give things up. Why? Because it's hurt. When he was away from his family, granted he might have said this is working something out, but there was something in his belly that was longing. There was a void there. There was a place where he said, I need to be around my family. I need to feel my daddy's touch. I need to have that laughter. I need to have people around me. So everything inside of him could have forced him to go back to the thing that the God was trying to pull him from. You know what you call that? Fighting the process. And in his mind, it was a good thing. And a lot of us are fighting the process. And we're saying, but I'm doing a good thing. I'm going to work. And I'm making sure that I provide for my family. So I might have to miss a few Sundays. It's all right, though. Fighting the process. You're saying to yourself, you know what? I can't do this right now. I can't give. But you don't understand that seed is going to break something inside of you. Fighting the process. Sweetie, I can't let him go. I'm going to change him. He's going to turn around. It's all right. I'm going to bring him to God. Fighting the process. And that's what we do. Thinking that we can go back. Thinking that we can make it right. Thinking that we can change situations. Stop fighting the process. You're trying to hold on to a seed when when God is trying to bring you fruit. You holding on to that seed and you're saying, I can't plant this right now because it's the only thing I have. And I got to make sure I do it at the right time, at the right place. Joining the right church. (laughs) But we won't let go of that seed. We're saying, I need this. Because at the right time, you never know when it's going to happen. You never know when I'm going to have to sell this to get finances. And God is saying, plant it. But you're like, if I lose it, what's going to happen? And God was like, do you trust me? Do you trust me to grow it? Because what you don't understand, when you give this up, I'm going to cause you. And you're going to have to pull away from a season. Not see it from a season. But when the right time come, harvest shall come. And you don't understand that not only will it yield fruit for you, but it will cause an inheritance for the people after you. Because when you have fruit inside of fruit are other seeds. Stop holding on to the seed. Stop going back and fighting the process. God is trying to elevate you. Go back to the point of pain that you saw. And look at it and say, you know what? I'm going to conquer you today. If you were raped, be able to look at it. There's an author inside of you ready to set people free. Go back to the pain. If you lost a job, get that plan out. Continue looking, but get that business going. Plant that seed. Fruit is coming for you in this season. And that's the part of progress that people don't want to talk about. When they've been put down, when they lost something, God was trying to create a vacancy so something can come in. If it's not vacant, Nothing can fill it. Get those hurt. Get that hurt out of your heart. Be delivered from that point of pain. Allow God to come in and say, set the right thing there so you can see fruit in your life. I want you to stand to your feet right now. We're going to pray.
because there's a lot of places in our life that's holding back past hurts. There's a lot of places in our life that are holding back things that don't belong there. We got to be set free facing those giants because why? We want to see fruit. We want to move forward and we want to progress. Come on, I need you to set the atmosphere with me right now. Glory to your name, oh God. We will no longer fight the process. God, I won't no longer question you. Why did you do this? Why did you cause them to come in my room? Why did you cause me to lose the job? Why did you cause me to get evicted, God? Why did you cause my family to leave me, God? Why did you cause my mother to die? Why did you cause my father to die? Why did you cause me to grow up alone, oh God? God is saying, daughter, son, I did it for a reason. The enemy thought and tried to whisper you that I was against you, but I want you to know that I I am with you and I'm for you. I want to see you prosper. Come on, lift up those hands right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I want you to let God come into your heart right now. I want you to ask him, God, I need you to heal me on the inside. I need you to show me how to conquer these demons. I need you to show me to conquer my past, my situation. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, oh God, we pray that you will come in now. Heal us from every hurt. Heal us from every wound. Heal us from every denial, every bit of rejection, oh God. I pray that right now, oh God, that you will send your all-consuming fire in and begin to heal, oh God. Begin to heal so we can see fruit. Begin to heal, oh God, so we can see manifestation. Begin to heal so we can progress, oh God. Begin to heal, oh God, so we can walk away from those things that meant harm, oh God. That meant to kill us, oh God. That meant to harm us. Oh God, they're meant to stop our assignment. They're meant to stop our destiny. I need you to come in today, oh God. Begin to give me purpose. Purpose behind my pain, oh God. Begin to minister purpose behind my situation. Begin to minister purpose behind what I'm facing, oh God. Come on, he's coming in there. Lay it at his feet. Lay it at his feet. God, turn my 
Let's go.